The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Troll Toll. Uh... <laughs> couple of things about this episode. First of all, everybody's here. The gang's all here. We made it. And uh, secondly, it's not nearly as political as we usually get. So <laughs> a relief to some if you're still with us, that is. Uh, but I uh, do want to thank you all for listening to this free podcast. Of course, uh, we are also on Patreon. And our attorney, thank you, Mike, has uh, made us a little link that's so much easier than me saying go to patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. He made us a shortcut link, which is geekshowgotthiscovered.com. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com. We'll direct you right to our Patreon so uh, you can get in there and get all of the extra goodness that you've come to expect from us. We drop at least a couple of things a week, videos, audio content. I believe there's a new uh, discussion with our favorite Klingon, Pock is on there as well. So uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for supporting us on the Patreon in these weird times. Thank you so much. So it's, uh, like once again, the, the quick link is geekshowgotthiscovered.com. All right. Uh, but we do want to thank our sponsors who make this podcast for free available to you, and it will continue to be that way, well, until further notice, I suppose. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Uh, thank you to Dr. Volt's for... Uh, Everything that they're doing in these weird times, uh, they are still offering uh, to mail order and curbside pickup service because they want you to be safe out there. Uh, but uh, hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, and I want to thank them for helping to keep me sane during the quarantine. <laughs> Also, Haster Games will help keep you sane. Uh, their fall sale is in full effect. Day, the maker of great games like Catan, Ticket to Ride, and Pandemic, are having a buy two games, get one free offer until October 18th. So that's 15 games from uh, Day's catalog, some of the biggest games, uh, biggest board games ever. You can see all the details at HasterGames.com, and they're doing curbside pickup as well at 6831 South State Street. Haster has it. All right. Let's get this underway. Name of the episode is Troll Toll. Please to enjoy. Ah, oh, welcome back to the basement, the boardroom, the bedroom, the boudoir, the bunker. Oh, man, that's getting longer every time. Good job. Well, that's you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at all of y'all. You know, as you're listening to this podcast, folks, we're all looking at each other on a Zoom kind of thing here. And uh, so I can see that uh, Shannon is in his bunker. In my new recliner. R- Rebecca's in her boardroom. My boardroom? Sure. Yes. Sure. Sure. Uh, and uh, Jay's in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee is in his book room. And Tony, <laughs> what would you call that? Uh, An empty room. His yeah. man office. Yeah. My unfinished man cave. What was that be a bee with a bee, though? Come on. Uh, boy bre- cave? Yes. Boy cave. Boy Perfect. cave. Oh, don't like. Let's all go down to the boy cave. Mm-mm. Nope. Problematic. Problematic. Yep. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yep. Bro. Nope. Sorry. Come on. Me and the gang are going on down to the old boy's cave. It's the, nope. Nope. Yep. 
Do you have to uh, pay the uh, toll? The troll? The troll, troll toll? toll? You gotta no. play the troll toll if you want to get into the boy cave. Mm -mm. Nope. It's it's the brawn cave. Because the there's a lot of paper towels in there. Yes. Yeah. The LeBron James cave. <laughs> it's just nope. full of LeBron and the Monstars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's full of LeBron and the Monstar. She's Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hey. Oh, that, oh, that's worse than Boy Cave. Yeah, I, yeah it is. I, I just, it was just right there. I, I couldn't. That's okay. That's all right. I'll allow it. All right. Nothing to promote. Uh, <laughs> she turned away from her mic. That's the end. That's that's the end. All right. Uh, Jay is here. Jay has joined us. He's been away for a couple of weeks. Hey, what's up? Jay. Your, I'm back in the freaking building uh yeah hey thank you so much for supporting anything that i do and supporting all of us it's, it means a lot to us follow on me on social media at it's jay whitaker i got some shows coming up i believe august 4th excuse me october 4th jesus i don't even know what month i'm in october 4th and october yep. 9th uh i'll be doing shows for the comedy studio so go to the comedy studio virtual shows great comics on there uh virtual shows at the comedy studio.com get tickets October 4th, October 9th. I love y'all. Love to see some Geek Show fans in the chat. It's good times. Thank All you. All right. Uh, he made his uh, Mandalorian helmet out of paper mache. He's Lee George Cade. You really can't tell, can you? It looks oh, It looks hot off the printer. So, you know, um, now I know why Pedro Pascal has a guy that wears the fucking helmet. I had the thing <laughs> yeah. on for about 10 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, boy, I almost took my own life. Amen. Please don't do that. It gets you all sweaty. I mean, I, not like intentionally, just wearing the helmet too long. I also, I'm sorry to poke holes in this, but I'm pretty sure that they can afford to get Pedro Pascal, one, not a paper mache helmet, and two, like some, some cooling, sort of cooling, it's a cooling system in there. I, I think that because he likes to they wear everything built, tight. They built a whole ass surround <laughs> film set. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And they spared no expense in getting him a stunt double to wear the helmet so he can sit in his trailer drinking mimosas and thinking about tight pants. Yeah, but First the stunt double has yep. rights, too. <laughs> Probably costs the same. Not as many. I just <laughs> like the fact that Rebecca had her, like, she put, she rotated her chair on that one. She did just a thing. Get, yeah. She was uh, sound of musicing. Yeah. yeah. The problem oh, I thought is, she was modeling the volume. The problem with being a podcaster is I talk with my hands a lot. So you're and, so I feel like my point doesn't get across very well. <laughs> I have the same problem in my job as an interpreter for the deaf. Uh, yep. He makes no. us all sweaty. He's too tall, Tony. Hey, uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot where we'll make you sweaty. Like a Yeti. Like Mom's a spaghetti. Yeti. Yeah. Yeti on a sweaty already. Check your sweater with mom's spaghetti. He wants yeah, no, you. He, yo, wait, wait. Huh? People say that shit out of here on the East Coast because they drop the they drop the R's, but then they throw them and di and like if they drop an R, they'll put it somewhere later, like in the so wrong spot. Of, yeah, like they'll say like, "Hey, uh, I gotta go to the car to get a pizza." A pizza? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, saying, saying, I'm, saying I'm way stronger than that pizza. <laughs> the same reason why Patrick Stewart said dater, because the, the Bostonian accent is still very closely British. It is hasn't it? changed much. <laughs> cool. Have you guys That's seen that? Actually that, true. Have you seen that weird Uber Eats ad? Yeah. With Hamill and, uh, and Patrick Stewart? And Patrick, Patrick Stewart uh? facing off yeah. in a warehouse, yeah. Yeah. Happy 69th birthday to Mark Hamill. 
Nice. nice. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he wants to make sure you kids get something for lunch that's healthy and nutritious. He's healthy and nutritious. Shannon Barnson. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Shannon, I got uh, you a birthday present. What? I'm very excited to give it to you. Oh. oh. Well, thank nice. you. It's uh, not like phenomenal, but I'm very excited still. It's Egg's <laughs> birthday today, and I'm we're gonna yeah. be I'm gonna be hosting a uh, virtual Zoom uh, birthday party, and I'm gonna post I'm just gonna throw up a link right on Facebook and <laughs> say fuck it. Go and um, wish Egg Foo happy birthday. Yeah, um, he's the best. So you know, I just been thinking, why is the person that dies never Mitch McConnell? <laughs> oh, God Twitter! Damn that 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 would that took a hard turn. <laughs> no, I've had a rough week. Uh, Where, surprise. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was yeah. like, welcome to Shannon's weekly What a Terrible Week rant. Uh, driving. Th- this is so on brand for me. Are you ready? Left yes. the school. I had uh, Jen's uh, old sofa in the back of my truck, and I was driving to the dump, and I threw a rod in my Ooh, car, in my that truck. sucks, man. Yeah. So That's my tr- expansive. It, oh, it's that truck's dead. So yeah, I kind of don't. I'm gonna get the Santa Fe fixed, Carrie. Oh, good for you. I miss you the miss, Santa Fe. I know you miss the Santa Fe. Uh, I had I a Santa I was, Fe. I loved it. I loved my Santa you Fe. Did you were a yes. Santa Fe guy? Yeah, I had one. It was it was a great little car. I had to get rid of it because my wife said that uh, that's something that a cheerleader would drive. I so know I that's to what you told me. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Sue is brutal. She can Holy be. Shit. She don't let you eat. He fruit drives a cheer- he drives a cheerleader's car. His wife is brutal. His He's name is Carrie Jackson. Jackson. Oh, thank you. Uh, Monday Get through Friday. Si- yeah, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. She Get barely. Rid of- Go Get ahead. rid of that Santa Fe and the grapes. <laughs> she barely tolerates <laughs> that my car looks like a shuttlecraft from Star Trek right now. She barely <laughs> tolerates so. that. And I love it. She, she hates that it's a that it's a stick shift as well. Cuz we're, you know, oh. we had the we had the fire up here on the mountain, you know. Right. And she's like, uh, should we prepare to they they're talking about evacuating. Should we prepare to evacuate? I said it's don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. You grab Hudson and get in the your car and I'll grab Ripley and get in my car. Well, I could drive your car if it wasn't a stick shift and they're in an emergency. What are we in? You know, okay. Now is not the time, Sue. <laughs> I'm like, calm down. It's far away from us. It's just up uh, the I hill. just imagine, well, thank goodness that you didn't have to evacuate, but if you did, I could, I just imagine like, you know, everyone just getting everything out of the house and you going into the time closet and grabbing all your <laughs> grapes and fruit and, and just <laughs> smuggling them outside all my, of the house. All my hidden produce. So, yeah. All right. Like the, cantaloupes. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie literally has to smuggle grapes. I do. <laughs> all right. Let's get this, uh, let's get this going. Uh, I'm going to start with a uh, raise a glass of somebody. That oh, no. uh, that you probably not uh, heard of, but all I have is is some balsamic vinegar. So that'll work. Oh, that'll work. Chug it, Take shoot it. it. Just a little yeah. drink. Okay, this is somebody that you probably not heard of, but his influence, the tendrils of his influence, are all over the place. Ron Cobb. Oh, the conceptual name? artist from Blade Runner. Very good. Thank oh, you. That's the bad guy from Captain Marvel. Dang it, Lee. Lee George Cade with the points. Man. I just uh, have a book of his conceptual art from Blade Runner. Yeah, oh, no big well, deal. This guy is fascinating. He uh he he helped well, okay, let me let me get you all of this. He uh he died in Sydney 
of uh, Louis body dementia, Cobb brought to life several cantina creatures in the original Star Wars, including Hammerhead. He created that. God, um, he, uh, he came up with weaponry and sets for Conan the Barbarian in 82, the exterior and an interior of the Destromo ship in Alien, uh, the Earth Colony Complex in the second Alien uh, movie, the DeLorean Time Machine from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked on the Abyss. He created the breathing tanks and helmets. Um, he also he he worked on the interior of the mothership and the stranded tanker for close encounters. He the vehicles from the last Starfighter those were his. Uh, he it, this is the this is the most one of the more interesting parts of his story. Uh, he he was working with uh, John Milius on Conan the Barbarian. Cobb first met Spielberg. Was working down the hallway on Raiders of the Lost Ark. He says, I would suggest to Stephen angles, ideas, verbalize the act of directing. Let's do this. Let's do that. We could shoot over his shoulder, then close up on the shadow, that kind of thing. So impressed with Spielberg that he suggested Cobb direct his uh, future film Night Skies, a retelling of the uh, 1955 Kentucky incident where a family claimed to have been uh, abducted by five aliens, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when the family threatened to sue to stop the making of the movie... Uh, Cobb offered to write a comparable idea, and the last scene of his story was to show an alien that is marooned on Earth. Do you see where this is going? Uh, He says, I originated the story. My choice for screenplay writer was John Sayles. Uh, It was too expensive to make, but Spielberg heard about it, and he says, why don't we do a story about an alien stranded on Earth? And we'll call it Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, and here's and here's where where that went. Cobb was given a cameo as a doctor on ET, but he didn't think much of the finished product. <laughs> he okay. called it he called it a banal retelling of the Christ story, sentimental and self indulgent, a pathetic lost puppy kind of story. For oh the rest my of, God! For the rest of his life, Cobb was asked by his friends, "What did you do on ET?" And he, the first thing he says is, "I didn't direct it." Wow. <laughs> God. Oh, wow. He was an in-betweener animator on Sleeping Beauty, 1959. Okay. No shit. Yeah, and he was an underground cartoonist for the L.A. Free Press in the 60s, uh, working out of a basement on the Fifth Estate Coffee House on Sunset Strip. Yeah, literally wow. underground. Literally underground. Uh, the, the, the first film that he worked Boy, on... Uh, was Dark Star in 74, uh, written by Dan O'Bannon. Cobb later provided conceptual paintings for O'Bannon's Alien, collaborating with H.R. Giger. Uh, Cobb was the one who suggested that the alien's blood be corrosive, uh, therefore solving the potential plot hole as to why didn't the crew just simply shoot or mutilate the creature? It was his idea to go, let's make acid for blood. And then he designed the Back to the Future, uh, you know, because Spielberg came to him and says, how would you make a DeLorean out of a time machine? His answer was to make it look homemade, as though it was put together from parts from Radio Shack. Uh, The only change was uh, production illustrator Andrew Probert added a second exhaust vent instead of just the one that he had. Well, you need two uh, to get up to 88. Well, of course, of course. So, yeah, fascinating dude. Well, there we go. Ron Cobb. To Ron mm. Cobb. There we go. All right. Let's get going here. A lot of casting, and uh, there's there's a lot of good... There's equal good and bad news this week. Hey. That's, that's rare. That's refreshing. I know, right? <laughs> uh, we got uh, DC fans. Pay attention. Your Black Adam movie is going forward. The Rock mm. playing Black Adam, and they have cast, they have cast Hawkman. I yesterday. saw this. This is yeah. interesting. 
Yes. Fuck, I love Hawkman. <laughs> Aldous Hodge is going to play Hawkman. Dumbledore? Uh, you, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, you most recently saw him in The Invisible Man. He was in City on the Hill. Uh, um, that guy? Wait. But, uh, no, it's an African-American gentleman. That guy. I like him. <laughs> yeah. Aldous Hodge. Oh, yeah. He looked, yeah, he he got I like him for An Invisible mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, this, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Hawkman, for those who don't know, first appeared in Flash Comics number one in the 1940s. And don't even try to tell his origin, Carrie, because he's got 19. Yeah. I've got, yeah. I, that's why I love Hawkman. The, DC tried to bring them all together with yeah. Jeff Johns's. Uh, they have, and it's it's still convoluted though. <laughs> Sometimes he dies, and he reincarnates like in the past. Yeah, here's the most recent, just paragraph uh, about him. One of a pair of lovers from ancient Egypt, uh-huh. destined to constantly be reincarnated throughout time and space, with many rebirths leading to an I emergence. I love them so much. As a hawk-themed <laughs> hero, using both giant wings and an alien element called nth metal. Which yes. negates negates gravity and allows him to fly. I always thought it was his wings, but apparently, you know, not the wings, readers, so. the the wings wing. have the nth metal in them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. In contemporary times, he's Carter Hall, an archaeologist turned adventurer who struggles with anger issues and his ability to control a maze. That's what the latest. Boy, that was summary. really really cut down from what what it actually is. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I think, wasn't he on that show uh, Suits, Aldous Hodge? Aldous Hodge? He, I, I don't know. IMDb I w- him real quick. No, he was, like, he was like on this heist show. He I'm was like on, on it. USA. Oh, okay, I'm on I think, I think well, he was on this USA Megan... show that I liked. I'm trying to remember. Megan he, Markle. He, was him, him and Megan Markle on that show? Yeah. I can't remember. Leverage. But, You're thinking yes, of Leverage. Yes, Leverage. Yes, Leverage was good. Go watch that. Okay. He's good leverage in that. Leverage was pretty good. That's it. So uh, there's your there's your Hawkman. You're gonna get a Hawkman yeah, in a movie, you guys. Yeah, I love Hawkman, it. Two fly brothers. The the yeah. reincarnation love story. Oh, you guys. They did, they it did really that really good on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's did. where they it. did it. I they did that on Legends of Tomorrow. Vandal Savage killing them so yeah. he could absorb their life. Every incarnation. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, I liked Every that. Ho- I liked that Hawk girl too. She was. She good. was good. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, another casting thing. That uh, well, it's not casting; it's a new show. Uh, Nick Fury, uh, yeah, the Disney Plus TV series. No shit. This is with Samuel Jackson. Okay. What, what are they going to do with this? I'm excited to see this. I'm sorry, I'm so cynical about this, but they can announce all the MCU Disney Plus TV shows they want to announce. I don't believe them. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I thought I read something last week that. That uh, we were all waiting because we thought Black Widow was going to be like the new hinge pin well, or whatever, but yeah. I think that got kind of. I jettisoned. think they're reformatting it's sta- it. It's standalone. That's, I think that's... they're reformatting it. Yeah, we got that later. Oh, okay. Uh, it's coming up, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, Wandavision. We've that exists, Rebecca. We've seen. Oh, yeah. Well, give me a release date. <laughs> give it, me a release date. It'll be before the end of the year, is what. It says, okay, I'm sure. It said coming. It said soon. Yeah, more than likely. It's been before. soon since last summer. I thought more than likely Falcon December. and Winter Soldier was coming first. Nope, they had to go back because of COVID and soon. do soon. I don't know if you uh, saw reshoots. my tweet. I took a, I took that uh, panel from House of M, where she says no more mutants, and I was like, no Disney Plus release dates. Mm, <laughs> Somebody else is spicy this time. It's I'll me. say. I just um, don't believe them. Spice. Well, I, I, it's happening. I mean, they've cast She-Hulk. They got uh, the Ms. Marvel stuff. Uh, they're staffing up. They've got directors and producers. Uh, they haven't cast Ms. Marvel yet. 
And um, as soon as they can get out of the country, maybe they could shoot it somewhere. And that's the thing. Uh-huh. That's that's the part that's uh, causing... I think that's why they're starting to build more of these Void-type uh, sets, because mm. they're building a really big one in Florida right now. Uh, but yeah. so they're not saying they're not saying much about uh, the Nick Fury series, whether it'll be he's you know the current leader, former leader of Shield, or what the deal is. All I know is is that the last time we saw Nick Fury was the post credit scene of Far From Home, where he was on board a Skrull ship somewhere in deep space. That oh, was that's the last right. Last time we saw it, I so, forgot about that. I yeah. didn't see that. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. it's a good little movie. <laughs> Oh, I saw Far, Far From, from home. home. I didn't see that cutscene. Oh, it's at the end it's of a, the credits. Yeah. Wow. An end credits scene. Lee, you didn't stay uh, through the credits of a Marvel uh, movie? I don't know why. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, then the other uh, interesting news that we got, and Rebecca just finished watching the most recent episode of The Boys. Oh, Hell yeah. So, so wow. Wow. This morning, too. I got, I got to get caught up on that show. It's... Well, we uh, have to get my family to leave the fucking house for long enough for me to watch an episode. <laughs> well, I'll I'll just say this: Stormfront uh, Stormfront uh, confesses her uh, origin. Oh to, my goodness! To mm-hmm. Homelander, I'm not going to say much about it. If you read the comic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there you go. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's... but it, I, I've been. It's like I said, it's one of the few shows that Sue will sit down and watch with me. Uh, she <laughs> she quite likes it. Um, but they have announced a spinoff. For the, the boys, girls. Uh, it's, <laughs> the girls. They're not. Say, they're not saying what it is. It's. It's just being described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test. It's. It's college for superheroes, basically. I, I heard it was like. It was Titans. like. Uh, college crossed with the Hunger Games. Yeah, it says uh, part college show, part Hunger Games, all the heart, satire, and raunch that you've come to expect from the boys. So there's going to be a powerful jizz scene. I just know it. At least one, probably one. No, per like there's. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting on a power jizz I just, scene. I want to know why we haven't had one yet. It's gonna, well, no, I'm, we I, got thank this you. Episode, Shoot through the wall. This episode, we got such a long penis. Wow! Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. was so long. Yeah. When you play that <laughs> Russian music, I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> like it's. Flinging through hallways. It's uh, it's, prehensile. So it's prehensile. No, there which, are a lot. There are a lot answers of... every question about Mr. Fantastic Elastigirl. <laughs> yeah, every single question. Exactly. exactly. He's watching man. TV. He don't want to leave. She's in the other room. She's like, I'm ready for bed. He's like, okay, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Plastic man. And he could still watch the football. Venture Brothers covered that. Yeah. They did. They did address that. Yep. Uh, but uh, anyway, so you're getting a spinoff. No word on when it could start shooting. So as I far don't as believe Re- it. As far as Rebecca concer- is concerned, it. I, don't I just think don't it's believe. Happening. I, I well, nope. Here's the thing: is I'm more likely to believe Amazon than I am Netflix and Disney Plus. <laughs> Take that, Netflix and Disney wow. Plus. Okay. Wow. Uh, oh, back to Disney Plus. Um, they are uh, <laughs> more liars. <laughs> liars at Disney Plus. <laughs> Um, they, uh, you know, they're doing this Rogue One spinoff, uh, the, the Cassie and Andor show. Oh, yeah. Sure and, uh, they are. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I thought to- they are. <laughs> Tony Gilroy was going to be in charge of the show, right? But because of COVID, he can't go to the UK because we're a shithole country. No yeah. one's letting us go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and so they have passed it on to uh, this guy, let's see, Toby Haynes, who has worked on uh, Black Mirror. And uh, he also, oh, he did the USS Callister episode for Black Miller. Uh, Miller. Oh. oh, that was a good episode. That was a uh, very yeah. good episode. 
So uh, he's going to be in charge of the uh, Cassie and Andor show because Tony Gilroy can't leave and go to the UK. <laughs> I hope they can work in doughy Matt Damon into whatever it is he's working like from USS. Meth Damon. Excuse you, Meth, Meth Damon. Meth Damon. He is, he's an awesome actor. Great he's actor. Yeah, yeah, I just watched, um, no, no. I'm thinking of ending things on Netflix because uh, I read the book. Anyway, anyway, he's in that. And he, I just, I love him. I think oh, he's, he's great. great in everything he's he does. He's a good actor. Jesse Married Clemens, to, right? Jesse married Clemens, to Kirsten yeah. Dunst. I think, and they had a. They just gave birth to a very pale child, didn't they? <laughs> Translucent skin. It's, is it Jim Gaffigan again? <laughs> it, he, yeah, exactly. Jim Ga- not It's dramatic Jim Gaffigan. Yes, okay. evil think, Jim Gaffigan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I saw him was on Breaking Bad. Yeah, Matthew yes. Damon. Uh, mm-hmm. He was Damon. he was good on that show. And uh, you remember when uh, the the liars of Disney Plus? Well, they did lie. They withheld Baby Yoda. Remember. Uh, I the, so okay. there was so there was that no was a merch. lie of omission. That was a lie of omission. <laughs> well, that's a lie. Just in, as bad in God's eyes. That's a lie. <laughs> I was told bad. anyway. Um, but uh, remember, they they withheld the and, and so we didn't get any Baby Yoda merchandise and and now it's everywhere. But uh, they are not going to make that mistake this time. Starting on October on October thirtieth, earlier, uh, it's it's going to be called Mando Mondays. Yeah, and, and they're and they're releasing uh, releasing new shit every Monday. Yeah, uh, starting October twenty sixth, going through December twenty first. So, you know, toys, games, apparel, all that. Me. And on top of like the Galaxy's Edge stuff, where are we supposed to put all this stuff? We're not leaving our house. But <laughs> make sure we just you buy leave. merch. So. Make sure you leave room for your vinyl in your vinyl collection for the new Bangles song Mando Monday. Just it's just man. another Mando Monday. Oh. Um, just go to mandomondays.com. That, 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 that place that uh, I was telling Jen the other day, I was like, I I, I, I want to go get a, uh, like, I, I'm going to do my first cosplay. I want to do like a punk rock Mandalorian. Make your and I'm like, and I, and I was like so I'm going to go buy a leather jacket. I'm going to go buy a, a motorcycle Mando. jacket. And she goes, <laughs> You're having a midlife crisis. She goes, <laughs> she goes you want to go get a leather jacket? And uh, you and you guys, you get, my room is ridiculous. It's like all there Star Wars. There is now. nothing wrong. Do these things bring you joy? No, right. Exactly. But she's, and I, I go, I just, she goes, and your Star Wars out your room. Does, she, go, know who she, does she know who she's right. dating? I mean. Yeah, but <laughs> I've lived here for six years. And I've never decorated my room. And, uh, but so I just looked at her and go, first. It's more like a three fourths of a life crisis, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like I could be like going to buy a stupid car and start banging a nineteen year old. I, was gonna say, I could be, you know, could like, be shooting up heroin. This sounds like a really cheap midlife crisis. Right, I could right. be shooting up heroin instead. I could be shooting up heroin and driving a a, a convertible around town at, yeah, at breakneck right. speeds. Instead, yeah, but, I'm just eating weed edibles and putting Star Wars decorations up. That's not hurting anybody. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a video of it for our Patreon. It's getting pretty ridiculous. I have a similar problem. I've gone out of control with my plant buying. Plants? You Yo. as well. That's going so around. Look at this. Look at yeah, this. that's oh, going around a lot. So I got, yeah. I got that. I got that. Pothos there. I got that yeah. lipstick black pagoda. I got that snake plant. I got those calathea over that's, there. I got all these guys. Okay. Look at these guys. Look at those Look guys at there. Your Look poison those. ivy. You, you have been yeah, buying that. That's, you know what? Pamela Isley. That's no, what you're I... you're a swamp thing. I should have oh, come God, back and heard with that. You just paid me the greatest compliment. 
No, Shannon, what? because you tried to a couple weeks back and you didn't know the price of plants. <laughs> How much can what a plant a, cost? So like you were like, you were like, Jen, those plant, plants are a hundred dollars each. And she's like, you spent more on Star Wars shirts this last oh, week. And you're no. like, ah, oh, check and mate, I'm screwed. So <laughs> no, yep. I mean, it's like I live in a arboreal arboretum. Arboretum. Oh, burrito torium. A burrito torium. A burrito torium. I put me there. Give me the burrito torium. I would live in a burrito torium. Let's go. That's what you should go. Let's open up a restaurant called the Burrito Torium. No. With corn on top. No more restaurants. No more restaurants for Lee. Sorry, no more restaurants. House of B. House of burritos. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna start buying a lot of burritos and saving them to display, and that will be the burrito torium. There you go. And you can commission both Lee and Rachel to make you. Plant holders. Yeah. So sorry, go. Carrie. Take uh, a seat. After break. these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for the month of September. How about that? Shang-Chi returns in a brand new series written by Eisner Award winning writer Jean Luen Yang. He is uh, American born Chinese, with art by Dyke Ruan and Philip Tan. This all-star creative team will take Marvel's greatest fighter on an epic tale of family, betrayal, and justice as they launch an exciting new chapter in The Legend of Shang-Chi. Also, Batman 3 Jokers, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok team up to tell the long-awaited story of the Joker and what is at the heart of his eternal battle with Batman. After years of anticipation, starting in 2016's DC Universe Rebirth 1, the epic miniseries you've been waiting for is here. Find out why there are three Jokers and what that means for the Dark Knight and the Clown Prince of Crime. It's a mystery unlike any that Batman has ever faced. At Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, they are committed to providing you a clean, safe, and fun environment. And to that end, they are continuing to offer mail order and curbside pickup service to make sure you're safe out there. Contact uh, Dave at Dr. Volt's to find out what the deal is. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previous catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let the man get... count down. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. I keep thinking about this ice cream cake me and Edgar are going to eat later. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> I love ice cream cake. Yeah. Did yeah, you, Jack, did you, uh, where'd you get it? Uh, Macy's has a damn fine ice cream cake selection. Nice. And this one, it's, it's, it's a sampler, Carrie. Ooh. It's got multiple flavors. Yeah. Ooh. It's got, um, it's got mint, mint mm. chocolate chip. It's like got, that. it's got uh brownie. Mm-hmm. It's got cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. And it's got check this out. Vanilla. Fucking, oh no, no, no. <laughs> Banana split. Flavor. Oh well. Yeah. Jeez. I just it's like sitting in that it's sitting he I had to put it in his freezer because I'd eat it. <laughs> Good idea. Lee knows my love of, of ice cream cakes. So if you want it, you gotta go upstairs and earn it. 
It runs deep. Go upstairs. What, no, one time me and Lee got stoned to the bone, and we ate a whole ice cream cake and summer sausage sautéed in beer with the on- with and, onions. And- and onions and sauerkraut. Yeah. And then we, and then we <laughs> ate. Yeah. So Sorry the next that. day, I, stinky house. I wasn't, what I wasn't like, stinky house. It was stinky. Oh, yeah. It was stinky, um, and I did not feel good the next day. I know. I, I remember, we cooked it in a walk. Yeah. <laughs> you, wow. Jay, yeah. we started really high, guys. We we started super high. We started without you, Jay. Um, okay, my uh, bad. It's all right. Uh, no, my dog was doing weird shit. This was. Uh, this was some uh, some bad news uh, this week. Uh, Supergirl, oh yeah, is going to end with season six on the CW. I saw that. Uh, you know it. what? That's Can I just okay. say? No, I gotta say this is not a good look for uh, DC TV because they're canceling Supergirl as they start up Superman. Hmm. Mm. Well, it's it's not because it wasn't popular. Because um, I did some digging to find out. Because they're, they're not saying necessarily why. I think that it's because um, I think your actors want more money and it's a more expensive show to make. My, yeah. That's, that's just it, my gut. But That's why Netflix cancels a lot of shows after two seasons because mm-hmm. it's not profitable for them to keep long-running shows. And oh, so and the, I think that's their... exactly it. It's just it's reached a point where it's going to cost too much money to keep going. Especially and with Netflix. like an ensemble cost, cast. Yeah, Netflix you got a big cast. Is... Netflix is all about the news drop and their numbers for second and third seasons are never as strong as their debut seasons. So if they can't yep. say, oh, we got True. 15 million viewers from Umbrella Academy season two, which they didn't, then I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see an Umbrella Academy it's, season three. It says because. here, uh, I did some digging. Supergirl has been a reliable performer for the CW. Uh, it was uh, the network's uh, fourth most watched scripted original and trails only behind The Flash, Supernatural, and Batwoman. Uh, it, it was doing fine. I just think that it probably just got to be too expensive. So uh, now your CW-based DC world will be The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman, and Superman and Lois. Like, uh, Shannon yeah, and was, reruns of Swamp Thing. Yeah, reruns of Swamp Thing. And well, I bet, don't I forget bet Doom we'll, Patrol. That's not CW. That's HBO Max. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I bet Supergirl will show up on Superman and Lois. I, I think so. so. I hope I they do hope. crossover stuff with her. You know, I was yeah. just thinking of an edited version of Doom Patrol because if they had to, if they had to edit all the fucks out of Doom Patrol, it would be twelve minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> want it any other way. I no, love no. that damn show. It's great yeah, how it's it is. so perfect. I will yep. watch Pasty Pudgy Brendan Fraser fucking anytime. <laughs> yeah, same. And it happens like five or six times, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, get it, Cliff. Um, another uh, cancellation uh, this week: uh, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. Good. Yay. Get it out of here. Was Get that a show? Was that any good? I didn't watch it. It sucked. I watch it. Just our, like the uh, movie. Our friend Carl. Hey! <laughs> it stinks. Uh, devil and- show. Horrifying. Horrific. Traumatizing. Wait, right hold on. Yeah. Mars like, if I was a coward, I would have been terrified of it, but... Yeah, right up Ooh. there with Mars Attacks. So I'm going to say... Coward. <laughs> <laughs> what, are what are you... Are you scared of the Skeksis? It's all. I don't like any of their faces. The Gelflings are <laughs> the Gelflings are gross and freaky looking too. I, I don't like their weird it. hypnotic powers. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's all horrifying. It's all horrifying, and I don't like it. The movie uh, came out when I was fifteen, and my parents were like, "Let's go watch this God. movie because you like you like uh, <laughs> you like Jim Henson and blah blah blah." And I remember just getting pissed as uh, the movie I, went on. I love that movie, but I've tried to show it to um, 
to kids. Yeah. And yeah, like, horrifying. No, they're just like, boring. Nah. It's boring. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. I, I tried to watch it when I was a little. I never made it through it a couple same, times. Same, same. Uh, it says here, uh, reported behind-the-scenes drama indicates that the series was considered a miss for Netflix, with a source telling The Hollywood Reporter earlier this month that the Age of Resistance's failure was one of the reasons Netflix recently pushed out longtime executive Cindy Holland, who helped bring the series to life. The series was referred to, I love this, the series was referred to as an expensive disappointment. Oh, damn. That's how my parents described me. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make so, that joke about me. No, but they, we're all anybody a, we're all who bankrolls a Henson, pro, a Henson production venture has to know that's the history of Muppets. That's the history yeah. of, of Henson. Expensive failure. Yeah. They've Those... had maybe two successful movies in the entire run. They have they make enough to make more, but they've never had like a runaway financial hit from a Henson project. And not even the original Muppet off, movie? The original Muppet movie was huge, but every movie one. they made after that just flailed, right? Enough to make more. Mm-hmm. But never quite the same. And it was the same even when they relaunched the Muppets in 2012. Everybody's like, oh my god, the Muppets are back. And they make a sequel and it fucking sucks. Their they, shows yeah. suck. Oh, their sequel. They did not. The sequel didn't suck. Uh, okay, it floundered. But you know how much felt you have to buy to make a Jim Henson's movie? And felt is not cheap. It's because the Muppets are <laughs> yeah, not how much is it? a Yeah, how much is a roll franchise. of felt, Tony? A million dollars. Uh, no, I agree. With, I agree with Lee. The Muppets are not. I know that yeah, it's supposed to be for they, kids, but that's they why they keep best. failing because they keep making kids movies and kids shows. If you watch the original Muppet Show, there was nothing. It, <clears> sure, great for kids to watch. You loved it, but my well, grandparents you, watched that but, show with me religiously. But did you watch that ABC series, uh, The Muppets? Uh, that was a uh, uh, like, like four or five a reality years ago? show. Yeah, it was, yeah, four or five years ago. That was I thought very funny. Me too. Right, and it failed. It failed. Because I think there are too many camps that think they know what Muppets are. So you get the people that are like, oh, I want Muppet Christmas Carol. That's the, mm. by the way, my favorite story of a movie theater ever is Shannon during the Muppet Christmas Carol in a movie theater, Trolley Square. Not in Trolley Square, Crossroads Mall. What, what happened? Oh, um, there was a kid sitting two rows in front of us, and every time a new Muppet came on screen, he'd go, oh, it's Gonzo. Oh, it's Beaker. Oh, it's Kermit. And That's about cute. that, the seventh or eighth, this kid was 20. <laughs> we're like 20, we're like wait, 25, wait, wait. right? Was it Shannon? No, no. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon and I, we we're like, we're kind of, well, probably stoned, but we're watching Muppet Christmas Carol and Shannon goes, Hey, Hey buddy. And all your fucking friends just showed up. Could you shut the fuck up? We're all happy too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So, nice. uh, and then, then of course the other bad news, uh, uh, Disney announced all of their uh, movies, the Marvel movies, delayed again, of course. Uh, it was uh, Black Widow pushed back, was was supposed to open next month or in November. Uh... And now they've pushed it back again to May 7th, 2021. Wow. Uh, in a way, so... I'm kind of happy about this. Because it's just like we we get to sit and enjoy just all of that and really like appreciate it, the whole saga of it all and just be like yeah that really happened and then once hopefully when the situation improves in this country hopefully hopefully optimism you know i know stop shaking your head and then we get a new story when things are all better again jay Uh, i love you i love you so much i love you more than anything in this world i don't like the thing you just said (laughs) (laughs) 
Can't you say anything in a normal way? All right. <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Bring on the apocalypse. Jay, you're the love of my life. You're you're my world. You're my baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Asteroid 2020. All right. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so they've, they've pushed everything back, all of their uh, stuff. So, basically, this is the first year since 2009. Since the beginning of this podcast, this is the first year that we're not getting a Marvel movie in theaters. The only Marvel stuff we're getting is, I know you don't believe it, Rebecca, but WandaVision. Maybe WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Since okay. The, since the dawn of time, the I, world has never known a year without see, I, Marvel I just, movies. I just don't think. Until now. This is like the year without Santa, but it's the year without Marvel movies. Which one of us is going to save Kevin Feige? <laughs> <laughs> this, just, this just proves to me that society collapsed. They can't make Rebecca, more movies. Rebecca, with They're done. your nose so bright, won't you guide the MCU to light the theater? To a theater. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, I think oh. people need to temper their expectations of Black Widow, though. Like really? Like I was saying earlier, not that it won't be a great movie. I think it's going to be a great movie, but it's. I don't think it's going to be a kickoff to Marvel Phase phase four and i don't think that marvel phase four is even going to really have much to do with other anything in it other than maybe the introduction of a few characters who will show up because it's a it's a prequel and unless they theory. unless they throw a whole bunch of time travel in at the end of it or something it's well now feige has said that this will be a handoff to uh i can't remember her name now Florence but she's Q. Florence Pugh, thank you. The who will take over as the new Black Widow? This yeah. is a handoff to her, is what okay. So said. it's the introduction of her character, and it'll be years later that we see her taking over the mantle after the oh, death okay. of uh, Scar, not Scarlett Johansson. You know, uh, I bet we'll find out when the movie Natasha. comes out. Natasha, yeah, that's what I heard. Is, and then is, there's that. Is Florence Pugh that that girl that was like crying in Midsummer? Midsummer. Okay, yeah, yeah. I love her. I was like, that's I know her. That name. It's, she hey, um, plays her sister, right? Natasha Romanoff's sister. I uh, adopted the, sister, the, like the, the yeah. blonde girl that she fights in the trailer. Black yeah. Widow adopted okay. sister, yeah. I just am happy. I I want to see it. Oh, I want to see I, it way better. I I love Scarlett Johansson as Natasha, and I want to see Taskmaster. I want to see the, yeah. one of my favorite villains of all time. Yeah. Yes, Tony same. Masters. I want to see. Uh, uh, I really want to see what's his, what's his yeah. face as the uh, Russian Captain America. Yes. Uh, a Red Guardian. Yeah, Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Yeah, yeah, that looks awesome. That would be. David Harbour, star yes. of Frankenstein's Monsters, Monsters, Frankenstein on I Netflix. I still haven't watched the that. Greatest, <laughs> the greatest thing that Netflix has ever presented. I, I love it because not only does he outdo Orson Welles, he outdoes people who outdo Orson Welles, uh -huh. and he outdoes himself. And at one point, he actually does like black box theater of the mind with just a fireplace as a prop. <laughs> and a stack of paper that he claims is his father's memoirs. <laughs> um, it was. It's. It's one you got. You. you you've got to. You know, gird up your loins to watch. Terry, when you watched <laughs> it, did you feel like it was made almost exclusively for me? Uh, yes. I. I, I every, every five minutes at watching it, I went. This is why Lee loves this. Yes. <laughs> and when Alfred Molina would show up as like the the, the yeah. sea captain. A an omen, and then the door <laughs> shut, and he'd leave. Oh my god, yeah. um, so good! I did. You know, he just recently married uh, Lily Allen. Yes, he did in Vegas. Who By Elvis. Wait. But who would have guessed? Uh, Alfred <laughs> Molina. 
No, no. David, David Harbour. 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 Oh, I was about no, to say, I was like, wait, what? They, uh, I, I guess they they met uh, a long time ago and were secretly dating yeah. and not telling. That's anybody. so. That's so bizarre. Yeah. I I was just I just like to tell those guys, you know. Um, good luck. I I got married by Elvis and it didn't turn out so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this is this is I know this is her second marriage. Yeah. I don't know about him. I think it's so, his first. I don't. I wonder know. if her deadbeat brother Alfie right. showed up. <laughs> She wrote a song about him, you know. Did she? And the, did you have the music video? He's horrifying looking. He's a puppet. Because he's a puppet. Oh. Yeah, he's terrible. But it's yeah. actually. But he's an Alfie, Alfie Allen, Allen puppet, so he's got like big stoner Alfie Allen eyes. And he's stoned. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, and uh, jerking uh, off. Ooh. Hey, uh, Carrie, before you move on, I keep forgetting. I have some really good news for you. Oh, what's that? The Iron Sheik is still alive. He's still with us. Yeah, and because every time, like, I uh, follow him on Twitter and on Facebook. And every once in a while, he just tweets something really, you know, short. Yeah, and, just, uh, and it's usually piece of shit yeah, or something uh, like yeah. that. <laughs> um, yesterday, yesterday he posted, breaking news, go fuck yourself. <laughs> On brand. Uh, well, speaking of wrestling. Um, oh, I knew that. I knew that. You knew that. ba um, ba ba so, so James Gunn, uh, Warner Brothers is very happy with James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie. I, God, I can't wait to see it. I'm excited for this one. And, hey, uh, come on you know, now, Lee, come on. It's It's been in the can for quite some time. Is this a DC Daddy like, Issues movie? That's like me every morning in the can for quite a long time. Uh, no, so, no. so they, they said to him, he says, well, what would you, what would you like to do? We'll, we'll do anything that you want to do, James Gunn. And, and he said, well, I, I'd, I'd like to do a TV series with Peacemaker. Now, is John, is, John Cena. Is that a real character? Or is that one of his made up characters? No, that's a real character. Okay. That's a real, every, isn't everybody so that's in a, Suicide Squad a real everybody's character? Everybody's real. That's a yeah. super deep cut. Dude, I don't even know him. Uh, Tony, there's nobody made up. Yeah. No, I, I swear he made up well, I mean, one character. Ultimately, they're all made up. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> but not by him. Okay. So I, I hear the peacemaker premise is that he just wants to find his dad. He wanders around until <laughs> so he finds Kurt Russell, and then his dad lets oh, him God. down. So you, so you don't like the Galaxy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies anymore? No, I liked the first one. Same. I don't like the second one. Oh, second God. one will uh, It is. It is an eight-episode action comedy. Uh, starring John Cena, simply titled Peacemaker, uh, written, partially directed, uh, and co-produced by James Gunn. Uh, the series will explore the origins of the character. In the comics, Peacemaker, Christopher Smith is the character's name, oh. is a committed pacifist who, so driven by his ideals, promptly decides that the only way to world peace is to become a superpowered hero and murder anyone in his way. <laughs> See, that makes perfect sense. That's exactly what happens to artificial intelligences when they say protect mankind. Well, the biggest threat to mankind is itself. So you got to kill mankind. That's right. That's or cook them and eat them. Star Trek. Yeah, uh, James Gunn said in a statement, uh, says Peacemaker is an opportunity to delve into current world issues through the lens of this superhero, supervillain, super world's biggest douchebag. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to expand Suicide Squad, blah, blah, blah. It'll be on HBO Max. Um, Yay! When they start making things. Yay! <laughs> and and yeah. you guys, John Cena could be really funny. He yeah. could I be. love For John sure. Cena. Yeah, He's sure. hilarious. He's really I, don't think I love HBO Max. I don't think anyone's mm-hmm. going to dump on his his uh, humor and acting skills, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. He's good stuff. 
And uh, let's see, before we uh, take a break here, uh, Zack Snyder is rolling cameras for his extended cut of Justice League. I refuse to call it the Snyder Cut. Uh, Just call it Justice League uh, 1.1. Sure. Uh, So they're turning it into a four-episode limited series for HBO Max, and everybody's back, including Ray Fisher, which is interesting because he's he's still fighting with Warner Brothers. Yeah. I was like, is that guy ever going to work again? If it's four episodes and it's a Snyder cut, there'll be four three and a half hour long episodes. <laughs> Pretty much. What is Pretty time? Much. What is time now in the era of streaming services and quarantine? Hey, did you hear about John Cena's new show? It's called The Noose Knocker. Only people in Germany are going to find that funny. Uh, yeah. I, I, I read that Cavill is not participating in the reshoots. Uh, let me huh. see. I got the cast list uh, here. Uh, they got see. his mustache. Uh, they can just deep fake him. No, it's just, just Henry Cavill. Oh, okay. Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot uh, and Ray Fisher. So. Well, he's more jacked for The Witcher than he was for Superman. So. Yeah, it's true. Mm. They'll have true. to slim mm. him down. Right. Has, any, has anybody watched Enola Holmes? No, not yet. Not yet. Me um, too. Gina was going to watch it this weekend. I'll let you know. Uh, anyway, I got more interesting stuff uh, coming up, and we'll uh, talk about what we've been consuming this week. And uh, Tony, warm up your Arnold Schwarzenegger impression oh. <laughs> after oh. these, these messages. messages. Oh, right back. back. Haster Games at 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City. Unplug and play a board game from Haster Games. Their fall sale is still in full effect. Asmo Day, maker of great games like Catan, Ticket to Ride, and Pandemic, are having a buy two games, get one free offer at Haster Games from September 21st to October 18th. 15 different games from Asmo Day's catalog, some of the biggest board games ever. All the details are at HasterGames.com. They're stocking up ahead of time because these games are some of their most popular. Magic the Gathering Zendikar Rising comes out September 25th. At-home pre-release kits and boosters are now available for pre-order. Zendikar is back with a vengeance. For Dungeons & Dragons, Icewind Dale is now available. Brave the Frozen North of Faerun in this Dungeons & Dragons adventure for characters level 1 through 12. From the Game of the Year designer of Wingspan comes Mariposa. You play a guiding hand for monarch butterflies as they migrate from Mexico up through the east coast of the U.S. to Canada and back again in a span of four seasons. In stock now. Haster Games, locally owned and operated at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. Haster has it. Do you like video games? Yes. Dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Well, most of us are back. Shannon has walked away. And if you listen very closely... No, 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 no. He's getting a drink this time. The camera's on, so we know where he's going. Okay. It's a small apartment. We're not going to get to hear him pee. Um, so, <laughs> but for no, Patreon. <laughs> now, Rebecca mentions uh, Santa Claus earlier, and I realized I have a Santa Claus story here. Oh, oh quite the segue. This Christmas is a, hasn't uh, been canceled? No, it's, it's a sci-fi channel has greenlit The Pole, mm. an edgy mm. animated comedy series starring Bobby Moynihan, Jillian Bell, Nicole Byer, Colin Jost, Sashir Zatima, uh, Tim Zameda. Simons. 
Uh, the series is said to concern all hell breaking loose when a scandal involving Santa Claus, Bobby Moynihan, <laughs> turns turns into a twisted power struggle for the red suit as Nick the 20th to wear the suit uh, struggles with the age-old question of naughty versus knife. His wife, Mrs. Claus, Gretchen Bell, uh, works to keep the political machine that is toy production afloat. It isn't easy as they juggle the factory elves, including uh, Nick's head elf, Matilda, and political activist, Helenor, as well as parenting two sons, Nick's mini-me, Harry, and the crown prince, Jack, who's not only next in line for the suit, but also looking to rebrand Santa Claus. Uh, reporting on all the drama in the poll is Coco, Colin Jost, the host of the North Pole News Network program, Morning Coco. I'm with this. That's a long ways to go, but I'll watch it. <laughs> what, what, what's that going to be on? I missed it's that. Sci-Fi Channel, The Pole. Okay. Oh, okay. Huh. All right. Uh, now, uh, I'm one of the last people on the planet that still goes to the comic book store and buys physical copies of comics. I do. Uh, it, good. And uh, <laughs> I, I recommend everybody do. And I suggest you go to our sponsor, Dr. Volts. Look what they're giving out. They have these little bottles of hand sanitizer. Oh, nice. They're giving out. And it's got Spider-Man on it. See? That's cool. This is nice. But uh, Archie Comics is uh, doing something that uh, I'm wondering if the rest of the comic book industry will follow. Because right now, on your Marvel Unlimited app, the comics show up six months later than they do in the store, right? And uh, DC has said they're going to start that at the beginning of the year, the six-month delay uh, on their uh, DC Universe Infinite or whatever they rebranded as. <laughs> but Archie, Archie Comics is going to make their digital copies and physical copies available on the same day on Comixology. So I'm wondering, I mean, I mean, I honest, personally don't know anyone who buys Archie comics, but. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. With, is, so, with comic, Comixology though, is it going to be free on the unlimited version of it? Or? Okay. Here's what it says. Archie and Comixology announced that every title released by the publisher as of today, as well as access to its vast back library of series and digests will now be part of Comixology's $6 a month unlimited oh, subscription okay. service. Okay. Talk to them. So uh, with new issues arriving in your library, day and date of their release on the store shelves. Now, Carrie, does that include uh, hot stuff? <laughs> it's an Archie comics character, I believe. Oh wait, no, that's that's somebody else. That's the Richie Rich universe. Oh, that's Harvey Comics, but didn't Harvey, they get absorbed? Yeah. That's Harvey Comics. Yeah, I know it's it's easy to get get them confused. I bet. little little Louie, little Lulu. I bet it's only. No. <clears throat> I bet it's only a matter of time until DC and Marvel offer a more expensive tier for their digital unlimited stuff that lets oh. you have day and date. I'll bet within the next five years you'll be able to get same day uh, as as paper if you want to pay like twenty bucks a month. Now I know I know Marvel, and I think DC does this as well. They give you a free digital copy when you buy an issue, a physical yeah. issue, and uh, they've been having those uh, through uh, like Comicsology. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it's it's going to be interesting if this were to take off. I would hate to think that it would be the end of the comic book store as we know it. It would well, be rough, for sure. Mm. That would make me very sad. Yeah. And, uh, Carrie, uh, you, Carrie, you know what I'd like to see a gritty uh, reboot of? What? Baby Huey. A gritty reboot of Baby Huey? <laughs> Go I, on. Can, 
Can you do that? <laughs> I think so. Is isn't he a, a problematic diaper? Isn't he a it's problematic a, character now? He's a big fat. He's a big fat stupid duck in a diaper. What's <laughs> wrong diaper. with that? <laughs> what's the problem? Yeah, what's Wait, the problem? I'm I'm seeing parallels. <laughs> oh, parallels hey. with something else. Maybe he. So you're saying maybe baby Huey becomes the president? Hey, you know maybe. Okay. Hey, listen. I, Holy I, shit! I, we got an idea here. I watched. I watched Idiocracy again last night. How can you? Okay, can I tell you? I would I, vote for President Camacho any day before <laughs> Trump. <laughs> I uh, I can't remember who I watched that with. Um, who two people who'd never seen it? Oh yeah, I think that, it was me. It was you, wasn't it? it yeah. Was you and I think it was Jen. You and Jen. You neither of you had seen it before, and. You guys are watching it, and, you're, and I'm laughing. You go, they're like, I don't, I don't think this is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, a little, it's a little too real. It's too yeah, on the nose. When, huh? I think, yeah, I think that was with you. I yeah, that I, was with you. It was you, Jay. When it came yep. out, it was like, ha ha, real no funny way. guys. This is ridiculous. And now, you know, 15 years later, it's like, oh crap. <laughs> you're like you're just nervously uh, laughing at the TV. Uh, <laughs> that could never, that could never happen. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't remember what show me and Jen were watching. She goes, yeah, we're we're right on our way to ow my balls. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was the it was the first two minutes of the show that. It, it Sue threw something at the TV and said, "Yep, there it is." <laughs> it was. I was watching. I was watching South Park. I was just watching some random South Park episodes, and the episode where um, Token has all of the other rich people move to South Park, but mm. all the rich people are also black, They're and richers. so. Yeah, yeah, and so they, you know, light a lowercase T on their yard because it's time to go. Then, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. That show has never been problematic. I'll tell you um, <laughs> real quick, because you guys were talking about stuff that kind of like hits different in 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. Kat and Shishi, um, my mother-in-law, decided to watch Inside Man last night. You know, cl- classic Denzel doing Denzel's type stuff. He, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a Spike Lee movie. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. Go watch it. It's, it's a great movie, but there's a scene where they're talking about masks he wants us to wear fucking masks i'm not wearing a fucking mask and then the guy gets dragged out and the shit beat out of him it's it it was made in 2004 but yeah Ooh. 2020 oh. vibes all around but i think it. i think too the episode like right before the south park episode i was just telling you about they were wearing masks too like they were all wearing gas masks oh really that's wild yeah uh, okay hey, yeah jay what's that movie where uh denzel is um He's holding up the hospital. Ah, uh, John Q. John Q. Yeah, um, yeah. I got a text from my ex-wife Charity the other day. She goes, "So I'm flipping through the channels that John Q's on. You have ruined that movie for me forever. Because every time I every time I saw a commercial for it, I go, Jimmy needs a monkey heart. I'm gonna get Jimmy that monkey heart." <laughs> and you guys, I'm trying to watch it, and I just start laughing all the time when he's making his demands because I just was hearing, "Right, Jimmy needs a monkey heart." <laughs> all right, uh, Tony, have you, have you warmed up? As warm as I can be. Okay, according to uh, Deadline, Arnold Schwarzenegger is attached to star in a currently untitled global spy adventure. Oh no! Uh, You're Sky never Dance. going to see me coming. 
Is it like animated? <laughs> From or? Scorpion creator Nick Santora. Though details are, of the plot are not available, the story is said to focus on a father's relationship with his daughter. It's like Commando, but old. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's old Mando. It's old Mando. This is the new show, Old Mando. I'm I'm very old, but my dad is not so old, and she gets taken. Old man, Arnold. I have to go across the country and get here. It could just be Alyssa Milano again. Oh, there you go. Commando two, old Mando. Uh, well, speaking of Schwarzenegger, though, he is doing something good. He is—he's uh, been going around finding uh, polling places yeah. that have been closed yep. from alleged budget cuts, you know. Mm. And uh, he says, "I will pay for them to be open if, if out, it's truly a budget cut situation. Yeah. Take my money and Giving let's out open grants. up." Yeah, he fucking—he—he he hates Trump so much. He does. Oh yeah. He does. All right. Uh, what are we consuming this week, y'all? What do you got? Who wants to I'm go doing first? Weird deep dives. What are you doing, Lee? Okay, so remember the saga of Rom Space Knight number eighteen, the first comic favorite... book I ever, the first yeah, comic you... I ever bought with yeah. my own money. Uh-huh. Yeah, your yeah, favorite. Yes, yes. Yeah. So remember, remember when I tracked down a copy? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay, so here's a funny story. Oh, when you I got was it. Eleven. Yeah. So this this picture of Colossus right here. Yes. That's oh, yeah. to me the quintessential Colossus, right? Like that's mm-hmm. how I learned how to draw Colossus. That's how I learned foreshortening, all this other shit. Who's Look a, at the majesty the of this cover. Okay, here's the cool thing. I've spent my entire life thinking it's Dave Cockrum. Oh, guess no? who it is? Who? It's fucking Frank Miller. Frank Miller drew that. Yeah, I know that. Really? Guy. <laughs> what? Hold that up. Hold that up again. Y'all no. go Google image uh, this issue. Rom Space and... Night eighteen. There's way too much detail and proportion. No, for because that to be Frank I, I can't remember. I can't remember <laughs> no, that. I think it's Chuck used- Austin is the inker. Yeah. Um, and back in the '80s, Frank Miller actually, you know, drew normal. Um, yeah. You on. read his old Daredevil stuff, but and, yeah, and, this- and was it wasn't like his usual inker, uh, Klaus Janssen. Usually, yeah. yes. So, yeah. so this guy, I think I can't remember his first name, but it's Austin. So it's Frank Miller and this guy named Austin. They covered for for uh, Dave Cockrum because Cockrum wasn't available for this issue. Everybody thought it was Cockrum because he was the regular cover artist. So it turns out not only was this the first issue of a comic book I ever bought with my own money, it's the first Frank Miller piece of art I ever wow. picked up. That's without kind of cool, Now this is what got me on X Men because it's like I well, remember yeah. I was like I was like ten and I was like okay Claw guy, Robot guy. Metal guy, devil guy, weather lady. Here's my I'm, I'm 55 cents. I'm there. <laughs> Can you believe lady. it? 55 fucking cents. Well, that's what tax wow. is. 50 I, know. Cents. Well, yeah. I got yeah. I got some behind me that were 12 cents. Yeah, uh, or oh, like shit. Yeah. I got an what? issue of DC's Metal Men from the year I was born. It was 20 cents. Oh, wow. Okay. Cents. Yeah, hold on. Let me get that one down. That makes me very happy, Lee, that you did that. Yeah, so was, this this is great. This is uh, oh, all the metal go. men. Oh, look at that. Uh, it's got the metal, camo. The metal, yeah, yeah. They all lost their their heads. All fell off, and if they don't get their right heads, camo is going to kill them all. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love 1960s DC. <laughs> it's the best shit. So yeah, my comics have been. I've just been finding old comics. But what's cool is since no one knew Rom 18 was a Frank Miller cover, I was able to pick it up for like four bucks. Oh really? So, nice. Yeah, but it's a neat little keepsake for me. Yeah. So that's that's I'm cool. That, that makes me happy that you're happy with that. I'm so happy. Anybody else? Everybody uh, happy? Um, Rebecca Frost raised her hand. Yeah, I gotta raise your hand, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> I just did. So, I raised both of them. Oh, oh. those are fingers. 
sick. Um, sick burn. I read a book this week by the author of the website um, Hyperbole and a Half. Uh, If you've been on the internet, uh, if you're a millennial and you've been on the internet and understand memes, you probably will recognize this girl's artwork. Um, But uh, she kind of disappeared. She published a book in, I think, 2013 and then just kind of disappeared. But she reappeared and published a new book called um, Solutions and Other Problems. And it's a lot of her artwork again, but like it's essays, but with her artwork interspersed. and it's really good, so I would recommend that if you've liked Hyperbole and a Half, her new book, Solutions and Other Problems. All right, uh, Shannon. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> um, Rebecca. Can you drive a stick shift? I can. Where are you going with this? Not well. No, because they see all these memes that are like, um, the, like if you have a stick shift, a millennial can steal your car. I could. I could. It wouldn't be fast. I exclusively drive a stick shift. Damn. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I was yeah. just wondering. I just, you know, I like to, uh, you know, take the wind out of those stereotypes. You know me. Well um, done, sir. Well done. It also has a lot to do with who raised you, right? Like my right. parents raised all the kids to drive a stick shift and said that uh, a manual transmission was for lazy people. Not, and that they didn't deserve wow. to drive, which is wow, a shitty man. thing to say. But Jen's, you know. Jen's daughter can uh, drive a stick because I, I gave her that uh, shitty truck that just blew up for a little while. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so what I've been consuming this week has made me very happy during a kind of shitty week. Um, I finished all of Cobra Kai season two. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, what a beautiful piece of trash this is <laughs> i just love it so fucking much um it is just like stupid good i don't know i uh johnny is my new hero mr miyagi is so mad right now you guys is he still alive <laughs> no he's no. dead oh okay. oh okay uh mr miyagi is so sad because like the show's like reasonably popular with people like my age and people are buying all kinds of merch for it. They're like wearing Cobra Kai headbands and hats and vests and shit. So like Mr. Miyagi's looking down from heaven and crying. But like it's <laughs> so funny. Tier. Yeah. It's so funny because it starts uh the the end of last season, right? Uh Kurtz, the guy that started Cobra Kai. Remember that asshole? Yeah. But he died. Remember he died in like Cobra Kai 2, uh, Karate Kid 2. He was oh. fucking, he was fucking dead, right? But uh, at the end of season one, Kurtz comes walking in. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> and it's like, and then I was like, huh? And then when it came back, he, he explained that he faked his death. He faked hmm. his, that yeah. is trash. That yeah, is that trash. Is, oh, it's do. so, it's so soap opera trash. And um, <laughs> the season finale was just redonk. It was like Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do have this big fight in the high school that goes on for like a fucking half hour and nobody comes out nice. to stop it. And, um, oh, it's just, God damn, it's beautiful. If you just want to switch your brain off, it's 10 episodes. It's Netflix, right? Netflix, uh, 30 minutes. And the best thing is they, because uh, there was a great, great cliffhanger involving, uh, what's her name? Allie. Remember Allie? I've got her action figure oh, around here ooh. somewhere. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. Jimmy gave it to me. 
Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Ooh. The one that got away or the one oh, that was yeah. taken away by that goddamn Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, Ruined Johnny's life with that illegal kick. <laughs> Jay Whitaker. Oh, well, first I got some breaking news. This is actually, it's yesterday, but man, I, I, I don't know if we got this story. Uh, we have a new Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah, I, I, I had that somewhere here. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Yara Shahidi from uh, Blackish, uh, uh, she, and she is set to play. She's going to be Tinkerbell in the live action Peter Pan. Nice. Uh, people, and I'm I'm ready to hop on the internet and see how pissed everyone's going to get on this <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck those clowns. Oh you know, oh. again, this is, this there is there is nothing about that character that says that it has to be white. There is no, nothing exactly. about that. Oh, Not and uh, a little bit. Carrie, the one other thing. Uh, so I've only been mm. watching two things. Superstore. Oh yeah. yeah, great show. Yeah, great show. I don't know. I'm on season one. Oh man, you have so much. You have so much fun ahead of you. And, oh, and, and I'm just like, how have I not watched this show? It's a wonderful little show. It's so, it's so funny. It's, it's such a great cast. <laughs> so and good. you know, my favorite thing about it is those weird little cutaways that they do to people doing oh. like weird shit in the store. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just like, the so guy who good. created it used to work in one of those sh- stores. And so yeah. in the first season, in the first two seasons, all of the things that you see, he saw in the, in the store. <laughs> oh dude, have you ever worked and, in and a then it gets store? Weirder. Like a yeah. really big box store? No. When I was 20, I worked at a Toys R Us in Burbank, California. Well, that's because you've and... worked everywhere. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but like there were dudes who figured out where the cameras couldn't see and they would literally climb up to the top to the top toy shelf and climb over what was ever on the top shelf, whatever stock and inventory is up there and fucking sleep. <laughs> because the cameras couldn't see you and you'd be like, "Oh, I got to go get some inventory from up on top of those shelves." You get, you know, climb up there and do your thing. And then you just fucking hide out up there for an hour and take a nap and then climb down the other side. Like, oh, I found that Tasha Yar figure. Here we um, are. It was, it was bonkers. Oh, but there were people I thought you you meant uh, customers. customers that's just, no, 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 no. Like, well, like actual uh, employees. Yeah, no, like, like, no better place to take a nap than my local Toys R Us. Well, I, I won't ruin it for Shannon, but coming up in, I think, season two or three, they find somebody in the store. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 no, but like Lee, I was like, oh my god! I thought you were like when I was just like Tony. He's like, oh, customers? Because if I would have climbed up there to get some stuff, I would have thought it was a dead body. Ah! Yeah, no. There's this guy who was getting ready to take his police exam. He wanted to be a cop, but he was working part time at Toys R Us while he was doing. So. And every time he'd disappear, and be like, wow, he's he's in the stock room for an awful long time. And then he'd get up on a ladder to pull something down off the top shelf, and he'd be crashed out in between a stack of boxes. <laughs> Jay, back to you. What are you consuming? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, well... Th- uh, I, I you had our breaking for- news story there, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I gotta, I gotta get serious for a moment, but um, obviously in the midst of 2020, we've been all dealing with our, you know, our problems and our mental health and physical health, so I went back on... Um, I'm kind of like going through a mental health journey, and so I would like to recommend this book to everybody called The Body Keeps the Score, uh, brain, mind, and body in the healing of trauma. Uh, I, I even got the little workbook that goes with it, so I get to write about my feelings, and I'm gonna fill it out, and then I'm gonna mm. burn it because I don't want anybody to find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to share that's, your feelings. No, you are allowed to. Nope. 
That's exactly nope. how I whatever had to do stuff for school or whatever, where yep. you had to put your feelings. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to burn this after. Yep. No, that, when I was when I was in Mississippi in 2016, away from you guys, I wrote a lot, and then I gave, I wrote in this huge journal, and then I read it, and I was like, oh my god, this, there's too much in here. I named like I like my family members could go to jail for this like so <laughs> so so i was so i gave it a viking funeral and then for my set uh for my second recommend uh because like obviously i got a traumatic book so now i'm gonna read this book called perv which is the sexual deviant in all of us so one is for healing and the other book is for feeling you feel that, what that's I'm picking that's up? a thick book yeah, that perfect. T H I C C. It's 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 curvy too. You can bend it. It's a paperback. And then um, the last thing I've been really getting into is uh, I know I love birds, but we're gonna switch gears and go to our land uh, animals. And there's an African giant rat uh, that is a prolific. He's a prolific landmine detecting rat. He receives an award for bravery. He, he detects, yeah, this is a real story. An African giant pouched rat named Magawa has earned a medal for his life-saving bravery and devotion to duty in his work to detect landmines in Cambodia. The New York Times reports that Magawa is the first rat to receive, which means that there are more. Oh, and this beans. is a story I have to follow up on. And so now I'm just going to binge. There's a documentary. I'm going to read about it. So. Okay. Oh, beans. I'm going to watch about uh, it. Tony, I'll go to pick you me, in a moment. Me. Okay. Uh, because uh, you, I'm sure you have video games as well. We'll, yeah. we'll just close out. Uh, the two things that I have been uh, uh, consuming this week is Raised by Wolves. Oh, is dude. that good, Perry? You finally really got into it. I've been telling all you guys you need to yeah. watch this show for like a month. No. Oh. Yeah, you have. And I, I, I tried. We're caught up, and I, I quite enjoy it. It's um, crazy the, awesome. The only and, time the Killjoys ever leave the house is when we're recording Geek Show. So if uh, I watch that show, I'll have to do it while the Killjoys are gone. Uh, and, I see. Because the uh, the lead actress who plays Mother, I, I, I got to find her name. She is so good. Mm-hmm. She is so good. Just a pleasure to watch. Uh, she's, she's just amazing. And so uh, I, I recommend that. And uh, all I can say is two words that made me very happy this week. Gorn Wedding. <laughs> was that on uh, Upper Decks? On, lower, a, decks? on lower Decks, yeah. yeah. Gorn Wedding, that's upper, all I'm saying. Upper, de- upper, upper Decker's different. Upper Decker's a different show. That's a different yeah. show. That's in uh, Jay's book, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, hey, Lee, I, I might be able to help you, bud. What's Lee? That? Uh, I think I'm going to buy like a, a, I got a, a line on a 60-inch TV for 100 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And I could give you this TV I have in my house. Well, I've, I can watch this shit in the back room. It's just that we've got a 20-year-old kid with, with pretty hyper-acute anxiety, and so yeah. when everybody's home, I just want to hang out with them and make sure everybody's okay. But because of that just saying, if and you because want to of sneak, COVID... Yeah. If you want to sneak off and watch a show. you know? No, I could, I, I've could. i got HBO Max back here. I've got a pretty big monitor. I could watch it. It's just that because of COVID year 74 and the anxiety issue, I... I'm trying to be a good dad and be available to my kid. So, it's not it's not it's not that I can't watch the show, it's that I feel like shit if I sneak off to do stuff when right. when everybody's home. So, uh let's uh, let's go to Tony now who's recording now t-shirt is a win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Become um, a, what does it say? I don't it even says remember. Recruiting now. Oh, recruiting. Oh, I thought it now. says recording now. Okay. Did you forget your glasses, Carrie? I was like, that's oh. that's great for a for a Zoom call recording. I should now. get a recording yeah. now shirt. Okay. Uh, let's see. So this, I mean, always every week you got to watch the boys. You got to watch yes. uh, Raised Raised by yeah. Wolves, and you got to watch uh, Lovecraft Country. Those are those yes. are the, the top three right now by far. Amen. One, uh, when I'm not watching those, though, which is most of the week, because that's only three hours of television, um, we, my wife and I found, well, she found this show, and then she's like, here, you should watch this. I was like, okay. It was a car restoration show. I'm what? like, why are you watching? She says, no, just watch it with me. And so we're on the second episode. It's called Rust Valley Restorers, and it's about these crazy old Canadian guys that restore cars that they've been one of them's been collecting them for like 40 years he has like 500 cars in his back lot and they're now restoring them and selling them and it's 25 percent. hey that's a cool car restoration kind of a thing that's neat and 75 percent. these guys are just weirdos and they're funny to watch <laughs> <laughs> these guys are just weirdos yeah so there's three seasons of it on netflix and uh it's <clears throat> it's way more interesting and funny than it has any right to be but uh, Rust Valley uh, Restorations is okay. it's a funny, okay. weird show with Canadian old Canadian guys. All right. Uh, let's see. Coming on the games this week. Uh, okay, uh, so unless phrasing. this... <laughs> Are we still doing phrasing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is... Uh, hopefully, this doesn't get uh, pushed back, but uh, I don't think it will because we're so close. Star Wars uh, Squadrons comes out oh, this week cool. oh really so yeah you'd be they're, flying they're sh- your different ships they're like releasing really good stories mm-hmm. from yes. that like yeah. the the it one looks, of the downed tie fighter pilot is some it, of the most exciting star wars i've seen in a long time yeah, yeah that was really cool now is this a game that i can just play by myself yeah i don't need a, to go it, it's got a uh, single player campaign and you can Great. just that's, uh, that's what i want follow the stories uh so that looks really cool uh crash bandicoot 4 i saw it it looks good. This looks pretty good because it looks good. There's been seen? there's been a lot of games after Crash Bandicoot 3 and this one basically just like pretends like those other ones never happened as far as the gameplay goes. It's back to the old style Crash Bandicoot platforming uh game. So if you liked those Crash Bandicoot 1 through 3, you're probably going to like Crash Bandicoot 4. Uh have you seen the uh crazy ad for that from Japan? Uh-uh. Type in Crash Bandicoot for Japanese advertisement in YouTube. <laughs> I'm already it's, in. It is so funny. I'll have to <laughs> check it out for sure. Uh, and then we missed games last week, so I'm just going to give yes. you a little highlight of uh, games uh, that, that came out last week, the ones that uh, looked pretty good. If you're into your old school uh, fast-paced first-person shooters like Doom, Quake, stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. Serious Sam 4 came out uh, this last week, and that's like one of the epitomes of just run and gun and mindless mayhem shoot everything you can find uh, so that's pretty cool if you're into that style of game there's another game that comes came out looked interesting it's called kirby fighters 2 yeah my son was telling me about this yeah it looks really weird um mm-hmm. because it looks like smash brothers but yeah with just kirby's yes and each of the kirby's can have their own uh 
ability that they get from like sucking in an enemy. Mm-hmm. And so they all have like a sword or one has a stick or one has, you know, I don't know, nunchucks or whatever. But uh, that looks interesting and it's a cheap one. I think it's only 20 bucks. The difference between it and Smash Brothers is it looks like the characters, you don't knock them off the screen. You wear down their life bar like a more traditional oh, style okay. fighting game. And then the other one that I wanted to mention that came out this week uh, is the Mafia Definitive Edition remake. I I was just going to ask you about that because I saw it on the news. Yeah, so the the first Mafia game came out, uh, I think, like 2003. Mm -hmm. And this is a full from the ground up remake of that of that uh, game with uh, all new graphics, uh, updated gameplay elements, everything like that. And And, and I heard it's got a better story, too. Yeah, they hmm. tweaked the story to make it uh, a little better, more modern style storytelling. But uh, if you're into the, uh, you know, 1920s and earlier style mafia stuff, this game is right up your alley. Well, I don't and I gotta say, I, I gotta see some of the uh, graphics on it. They look ridiculous. Holy shit! It it looks all, like it's like a movie, almost like a movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They put a lot of work into this uh, remake, and it looks pretty dang cool. All right, uh, is that it, everybody? Everybody? Oh, yeah. Huh? I actually need to cut out because uh, Popular Mechanics just proved an article called the, the title of the article is "A Student Just Proved Paradox Free Time Travel Is Possible." So I gotta go read this. Whoa. Yeah, go <laughs> get that figured out for us, would you? Yeah, get on that. Let's turn back some time. Yeah, to tw- tw- twenty sixteen. Let's do that, uh, Mister B. If you would please. Ah, god damn it, Carrie! The fucking ham threw a rod. <laughs> 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 <laughs>